This episode is sponsored by Flex Social Agency. Hey everyone, it's officially legit. Episode 33, the Patrick Ewing episode. You already know what the fuck going on, Patrick Ewing. I the don't. The beast of New York, the New York Knickerbockers out here. The Knicker what? The Knickerbockers. Oh, okay. That's is that name. like, is that York a Knicks. candy or? New York Knicks. Yo, put some respect on the Knicks, all right? What, what type of candy am I, th- am I thinking of? I have no oh. idea. Okay, well, if you know what type of candy, please but let me know. We also made it to 33. I think that's, isn't that like the one where like Jesus allegedly died? Like, I mean, we're at 33, so the whole... <laughs> what do you mean that's when he, uh, the age that Jesus died? Allegedly, yeah. God, that's like such a Catholic school joke. I'm, I'm, oh just, I'm just trying to think of like what things are like important for 33. And besides Patrick, oh, Larry Bird. is Larry Bird's jersey number also. I, I know no who idea. that guy is. Wow. You know who Larry Bird is, but you don't know who Patrick Ewing is. I'm over this. All right. So it's your boy Wilson, a.k.a. <laughs> the Loud Sluggers are still undefeated on top of the division. Your fave couldn't even compare, fam. A.k.a. 24 days until the greatest hip-hop festival of all time, and I'm definitely not ready. A.k.a. the GOAT Kanye motherfucking West is back on Twitter, so you know the new album is on the way. A.k.a. fam, I love Georgia Smith. It's a deeper... Buenísima. Ella canta bien y se ve como una reina. Esa jeva está perfecta, brother. AKA, not settling down until I find someone that, take, that can make me laugh the same way Elaine does. Seriously, if your sense of humor is trash, don't expect a text back from me, baby girl. <laughs> and this is Kat, AKA, uh, I made up an insult for no one this weekend, and it goes. You're one ply toilet paper. You know why? Because you can't get your shit together. <laughs> Is it good? That's funny. That's funny. Thank you. AKA made the TV show needs to come back so I can be made to a badass bitch. AKA I discovered, I investigated, I found out that someone on my friends list on Facebook has been pretending that internet posts that are just out there floating on the internet, that they're, he's been pretending that they're his original Facebook statuses. And that is the most sad thing ever for Facebook clout, really? AKA? That's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm officially switching my workout goal from being able to survive a zombie apocalypse to being able to perform a historic one and a half hour set at Coachella with live singing, choreography, and multiple costume changes, aka Filipina Colada. That's right, I'm bringing it back. I mean, I mean, like I feel you on the workout goal, but like, I mean, take into consideration that quite a bit of it is lip singing. It is. It's not completely all live singing. I get that, but you can tell like Beyonce was singing look, for mo- for most of it. Look, fam. I learned. I learned better back in two thousand twelve or whenever I said something really dumb one time. But I learned better than to talk bad about Beyonce. So I'll say this. I'm not saying. I'm not saying her. Okay. I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. But in gen- generally speaking, okay, a, a performer like her. 
records her live set ahead of time, right? So she doesn't really have to do more than maybe 30% of her vocals for a festival. So is that why it mostly sounds like it's live? Like not right, right, because they do they do rehearsals in the same area, in the same space, in the same like place. The headliners, right? They do rehearsals. Well, they they have the option to do rehearsals with with their same with the band and everything. You know what I mean? And they record. They record. So because when they're doing an hour and a half to two hours, to not to not fuck up and be known as a national laughing stock. They record it and basically sing over what they can. Well, considering that I cannot talk while going up a flight of stairs without getting short of breath, I think I can probably, the even Beyonce maybe lip syncing for most of her set is still a good goal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so how was your week, Wilson? How was my week? Hmm. Well... Should let our listeners know that once again we are recording on a Tuesday. Um, my fault. So this is like a week and a couple of days. Well, technically, because we recorded on a Tuesday last week, it actually is like a week. That's true. That's <laughs> it true. Is, it, it is like a week. Club going up on a Tuesday. Oh yeah. That's all. That's all. It is. I do. I do remember. But um, <laughs> like it's it, it's like I mentioned we're. 24 days until rolling loud and um yeah the stress the stress is weighing down on me um pretty heavily it's it's a lot of it's a lot of shit it's a lot of shit that's happening um you know the whole team is here um together we're gonna be together every day until till the festival now um when you say the whole team how big is the team including our legal and our production we're like Eight people, nine eight people. Eight people? Mm-hmm. That's so, like, blows my mind. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Um, But, um, yeah, no, like, um, you know, I, I, I always complain about how I don't sleep, right? But, like, I, I'm really not now. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not now. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. But I love it. I love it. It's for a good cause. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. Um. I, I had um, a friend of mine from back in middle school in New Jersey. Um, he, he messaged me on Facebook and said that um, that he, he bought a ticket for himself and his mom for Mother's Day. So like that's, that's kind of fire. You know what I mean? Oh, I told my mom that I wasn't. I was like, I'm so sorry, mom, but I'm not going to be here on Mother's Day weekend. But she didn't care. Okay, I was going to say if your mom wants to pull up, like that's cool too. <laughs> No, she's okay. <laughs> I was gonna say if she does it, let me know. But um, yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, I, um, you know, it's 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 become sort of like a broken record because like the past like five episodes, I only talk about how tired I am. But <laughs> I, I mean, when this stuff stuff like consumes your life, you really have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> like this, 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 this literally been my life. Like between this and um trying to stay out of trouble that's like the hardest part because all right we're getting closer right we're getting closer uh-huh. to the show yeah so like you know i i i have like these these people that like normally wouldn't fuck with me or they only fuck with me in certain situations and just like 
it, it's it's annoying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's annoying. Um, but I think I think honestly, like the most irritating thing that I've heard this week is um, uh, this girl that I used to be infatuated with as a freshman in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And she was a senior when I was a freshman, right? Yeah. And then, like, when I graduated high school, I, you know, I saw her that she was, like, a bottle girl at, like, this club and shit, right? So time goes on, and, like, you know, her and I were never really friends, but I just, like, sort of just always had this crush on this girl, right? Yeah. I mean, she's a lot older. Right. right. She always, like, dubbed me. You know what I mean? Like, she, she wasn't fucking with me. And, um... So uh, this girl asked me on Facebook the other day, right? And then, you know, I added her, I remember her. I was like, this is, this is interesting, like, or whatever. Um, and, yo, like, she, she wastes no time. Like, you you want to know how she, what she said to me, Kat? What? She, she jumped straight to the point. She jumped straight to the point, right? She was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but, <laughs> but I... I I heard that you had a crush on me, and um, and I, I'm not I'm not gonna pretend I'm not gonna pretend like like I have this I had the same crush on you. But I, I, this is what she said. But but um, but we should definitely hang out. Oh, um, I see, really? I, I see you're in Miami. I um I I'm I'm gonna be down there uh next weekend. Let's hang out. And like, I I blocked her. Yeah, what? I I mean, is she saying like, I didn't like you back then? Not saying that I like you back then, but I'm also not. But I'm also not saying that I like you now. Do you want to hang out? (laughs) Right. Right. And like, like before I blocked her though, like I saw like her Instagram because you know how like you can see Instagram posts like on Facebook. Yeah. Um, And I saw like that she's like some model chick. For like music videos and shit, and like, mm-hmm. nah, she's probably trying to just get in and like, yo, that's not happening. Networking. Yeah, right, right. Networking. More like networking. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> no, so, I'll just say I get, I get it. I don't, even, I don't even want to define that. That was <laughs> that was that. that was a rough experience for you, so I'll just say that I got it. Man, uh, her her message can just be the cringe moment of the week. Also, uh, I got bad news about my book. That what happened? Pretty much sucked. So, um, I saw your tweet. Right, right, right. So, like, I, I got it. Um, the publisher um, hit me up. Right, shout out to Ray. I think he listens to the podcast, but if you don't, shout out to you, anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he hit me up and was like, "Yo, um, uh, all right, so." Remember I told you, I don't know if I told the podcast, but I guess I'll fill in the podcast in case I didn't. Like, I, all right, I got sent back the first draft, right? And told me that I needed, I needed to be a little less aggressive. Mm-hmm. And so I basically had to, like, rewrite the whole thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So in the process of me doing that, like, I haven't turned another draft in. You know what I mean? I haven't turned another one in. He hit me up and was like, hey, so um, I was looking through your other copy, and on top of, like, um, lightening up, lightening it up. You're gonna have to get a, a waiver signed from all these girls. Oh, really? Even if you yeah. change their names? 
what he said was is uh, if if let's say I'm gonna use a fake name here for example right let's say I have this chapter um about this girl named Carla right uh-huh. and in in the book I change her name to Ashley right yeah but but she reads the book right and mm-hmm. can, and can detail situations that happened to her but with a different name and she didn't sign the waiver if the book sells really well or if she sees that i'm doing well like in life period she can sue me oh so, i didn't yeah. know you could do that right you could you could if you what can about, what about like, all those like memoirs and stuff like the people so uh, i i asked him about that right so he goes a lot of times like people people sign off or if like they're if if they don't sign off like people on their behalf sign off like let's say if it's like a child right a parent signs off or if it's like an old person somebody that's like on their will whatever can sign off but everybody everybody has to sign off or now you're in danger of getting sued okay what about that what about the book that was like oh memoirs of a like video vixen you know you know what book i'm talking about right so power of attorney is a thing and people, yeah, they they have people that can sign for them. Like, yeah, it's a thing. So what are you gonna do? So I, I've thought about it. You know what I mean? That's like your whole book. Right, right. I have I have two options. I have two options. I can. I have three options. I have three options, right? I can suck it up, right, and re- contact all these girls. And the thing is that I know. Only about half of these girls would be even down to talk to me. Uh-huh. Like maybe maybe half of that half would be actually down to sign it. You see what I'm saying? So like. So um, real quick, just a refresher for our listeners. Um, what is the book about, basically? It's for right. you. So our listeners should know by now that I have really bad luck with women. So like, <laughs> I I do. I have really bad luck. Um, so it's basically a book about that, but told in a satiric, sat- satirical, 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 yeah, yeah, satirical way. Um, like sort of like a Seinfeld, mm-hmm. like like every like it's like every chapter is like a Seinfeld episode sort of thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and the way that it's like written, and um, in it, it's sort of like on the Tame Impala theme, also in a weird way. Um, but yeah, it's it. Originally, I'm not gonna lie. The first copy that I did, I was really aggressive, and it, it came off as kind of mean. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I didn't mean I didn't mean for it to, but it's the only way I knew how to express myself at the time. Mm-hmm. So, like on the second draft, which I think I showed you, like a chapter on the second draft, it was more yeah. like making fun of me. Yeah, right? it was more like making fun of me than the girl, and and I think that's more of like a Seinfeld vibe too. Right, 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 right. Um, so yeah, that's that's what it is now. Like I said, the first option is that I get the girls to sign it, right? Mm-hmm. The, the second option is that I completely disguise the situations, right? To where it almost seems like it didn't even happen to me. Like, I just, like, make shit up. You see what I'm saying? At that point, it's like if I'm writing a whole other book. You see? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that's not even, like, that's not even about me at all sort of shit, you know? And I don't want to do that. Like, that's, like, that's, like, the worst option. And then option three is just like, just not do it and pick something else to write about. Oh shit! Well, I mean that's not really an option. That's like not doing the book. Right, right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have a pretty interesting, like, 
on a business level, I could write a book eventually. Eventually, I will, but like, I want to do this one first. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, you I have some do... stories about like my business life. You can do a blog. A blog. <laughs> No, I, I really want to get this book out. The publisher fucks with it. Like, he really likes the idea. And he's, like, giving me a really good... Like, he's been helping me a lot. And it's just, like, it's still a little discouraging. Because, like, I know I'm not going to get away with this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think what I'm going to do, right? I think what I'm going to do is um, offer the equity on the book. That's what I, that's the, Like, I was thinking about this. And, like, if I offer them, like each right if i offer mm -hmm. them each it's a total it's a total of 10 chapters there's 10 girls right yeah if i offer them each um three percent it'll come out to just being 30 percent. you know what i mean so if i offer them each three percent of the equity of the book then i think that i think that they might take it i have to pitch it to them really well you know what i mean like, I got make a public, powerpoint make I, got, a PowerPoint. I, got, I got a fucking publisher you know what i mean like i'm gonna at least make a dollar off of it <laughs> if I make a dollar, you at least make something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> three, three cents. Is that is that it, the right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Look at me. Look at the math in my yeah, head. Look at yeah. that. It's very simple, but you see that. <laughs> um. But yeah, no. It's 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 daunting. It's daunting. I'm not gonna front. And that that it, it was um. I almost got so frustrated and deleted like all my drives, but I didn't. No. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think about it. I gotta think about it. I'm obviously not gonna think about this until after rolling loud, but yeah, that's something that I gotta, maybe I gotta, you'll have even more stories after rolling loud. See, and that's the other part. Like, I things keep happening to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, and I always end up having to add more stuff to the story, to the book. And like, I just gotta stop adding stuff. You know what I mean? Like, give me, give myself a cutoff. <laughs> Or you're just gonna have to have like the waiver on hand every time you meet someone. Exactly. You know what I mean? I gotta stick to the ten chapter rule. Like, it got so bad because all right, it's actually I lied. All right, it's not thirty. It's ten chapters, right? But it wouldn't come out to being thirty cents. It would come out to being thirty three because well, I have to put two girls in one chapter. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Quick math. Yeah, I, I, but I legitimately had to do that because I just had to fit somebody else in, sort of thing. See, so like, I got, I got to stop doing this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Ten. I like the idea of ten chapters for each person. Well, one for each person. One ten. for each person. That's what I meant. Chill. chill. <laughs> <Ten chapters. laughs> Relaxing. <Yeah>. Relax. <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm actually not good with numbers. Don't let my ethnicity fool you. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, that was, that was essentially my week. Wow. Yeah. I realized that, um, if rolling loud's only 24 days away, that means that we only have what three more episodes left or is it two episodes, including this one, uh, two episodes in this one, something like that. Mm -hmm. we, have well, a, we have three left. Yeah. Plus this so, one. Yeah. So not that many though, not that many, yeah. um, which is kind of sad. But um, my week was. I didn't ask you about your week. Oh. So how was your? Oh wow. no, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Now you could flow in. You know what I mean? Like. So my week was 
It was pretty good. Um, I witnessed slash participated in a historic event for me and my friends. <laughs> uh, as many of uh, huh? what? Historic event. Yeah, with me and my friends. Historic. So, like, when I think historic, it's like this. All right, somebody's pregnant. No. No. Okay. Um. Hold on. Don't tell. I me. literally told you this before the episode started. Oh, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, no, so, no proceed. <laughs> as um, you all know, I play Dungeons and Dragons with Matt and two of our closest friends, Mike and Jasmine, and they got engaged, and we actually incorporated Dungeons and Dragons into it. <laughs> That's fire. So, um, it was Mike's idea, and he's the. <laughs> I mean, I hope it was Mike's idea. It was his idea, and he was—he's a dungeon master. Which, first of all, first of all, I think is just a really funny title for that position. But that makes sense. It makes sense, dungeon master. And um, he like—it was a couple months ago, I think. He like first texted me and Matt saying like, "Okay, so I have this idea where we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, and like at the end of our campaign—that's what you call like your session—you um, Jasmine has to find this ring." And when she finds the ring, it's actually like the engagement ring. And then he proposes. And I'm like, all right, we're going to fucking do it. That's great. Um, but that was like a couple months ago. And then he ordered the ring. It was this opal ring. It's so pretty. And he just got it like last week. And then he texted us Saturday because um, they were we were planning on having them come over and spend the night and stuff. Uh, he texted Saturday morning saying, all right, so I have the ring, and I'm really terrible at keeping secrets from Jasmine, so I'm just going to ask her tonight. I was wow. like, okay, at our house, we have no plans. All right. <laughs> so this is, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And um, so they get here, and we're like, all right, so, like, there are a lot of things that we can do while you two are visiting us. You know, we could do karaoke. We could play Dungeons and Dragons. And then Jasmine's like, Mike, did you forget the dice? He forgot <laughs> dice. <laughs> Dragons. He was so, oh, no. he forgot everything. He forgot everything that he needed for the Dungeons and Dragons except for the ring. Like, you know, he was just so focused on, like, bringing that. He forgot everything else he needed to play because... In case you're not familiar with Dungeons and Dragons, you typically have we have to have a dice, um, particularly D20, which is a twenty-sided dice. Die, dice. Die. And well, what would be die? I think die is like multiple dice. Ah, okay. Dices. I don't um, even know. Um, um, and then you some like usually you have like little figurines, um, mm -hmm. and then sometimes you have like a full-on like uh, sheet that you like print out with like your landscape. <laughs> stuff and then you in addition to that you have like your character sheets which like explains kind of like what how what your personality is like and like what happened and like your strengths and everything and you they all correspond to like numbers and how you roll and stuff so there's a lot of materials and he forgot all of them <laughs> but it was fine that's that's incredible so also it also right shows how nervous he was yeah, that's true. And so we're like, all right, so we're going to go to a store. <laughs> we're going to go to a store and get some dice because we have to play Dungeons and Dragons. So um, um, we find a store nearby. Shout out to my coworker, Sav, who helped us out. Um, Sav knew where to 
hook up. And so we looked it up and then it was a store um, called Kitchen Table. And you we knew it was legit because it was op open from like 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. A like, this is not a regular game store. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we looked them up on Facebook and apparently they were having a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament that night. Fire. <laughs> I was like, I texted my brother. I was like, I need your, um, I need your like card thingy that goes on your arm. When he was younger, he was like obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh. And he like Called had a this. dual disc. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. He was like, are you talking about my dual disc? Yes, and also I was just joking. I do not need it. Um, so we get there, and like all of us are kind of nervous because we're like, okay, if we go in there and they all judge us because we're not like up to their caliber of nerdiness, I feel oh, very yeah, self conscious sure. the whole time. So I was like, you know, looking at all the dye, looking at all the different colors because I want to get myself some. And I'm thinking, like, man, they probably think I'm so lame for just looking at all like the dice instead of all of the games that I could be playing, you know, but there were cards everywhere, everywhere. And in addition to that, because people are playing there for hours and hours, they have this like awesome snack rack. I'm That's talking, rack. I'm talking flaming hot Funyuns, um, Dunkin' Donuts on the Keurig, on tap, um, all sorts of pop tarts, combos, and in the freezer. <laughs> so they had this ginormous freezer, and the only thing that was in there were um, hot pockets and corn dogs. <laughs> oh wow, people are there for the long haul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, um, they I already know if there's a there's a hurricane. I know where to hide out. Right? Yeah, and then they had like a fridge of like drinks and stuff that you could buy, and it was all like Monster Energy and like one little section for water. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And, uh, so we got our dice. We got some figurines. I was able to find an elf because that's what I am. Uh, and so you get the dice and you roll out and you go back to the uh, house. Roll oh, out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not. Oh, that was great. Well, so I'm high five you right now because I didn't even mean we're high five. Oh, we high five to the screen. That was adorable. Anyway, so we get back home and we're like, all right, so let's play this game. And um, we hadn't really talked. We only talked like via text message that we were going to do it. And then maybe for like two minutes while Jasmine was like using the bathroom. So we really did not have a game plan for anything. Um, so we were like trying to text each other while playing the game. And we also found out that like one of their really, really good friends, Alvin, wanted to be at the proposal whenever it happened. But he's like, he's off somewhere. I think he was like on a mountain or something. And we were like, all right, we're going to try to FaceTime him in. So we're like trying to coordinate, but also still like making up, using our imagination to make up this game that we're playing. And making sure she doesn't find out that you guys are texting each other. Yep. <laughs> and then um, I... Also had to FaceTime Alvin, our friend. So the whole time I was like texting and like I had I had FaceTime on and it was directly in front of Jasmine, but also still playing and we're waiting for the signal. And the signal was um, Mike was going to say that we need to turn the lights off and everyone have to close their eyes. And then so we did that. And then um, for some reason, 
for some reason, both Matt and I also closed our eyes. <laughs> and then it like took me a second. I was like, wait, we don't have to do this. And um, but so then, you know, Mike starts talking about how, um, you know, Jasmine reached your hand out and like how much he loves her, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, 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 but you know, I don't want to get into it. But um, the whole time, um, there's this really creepy music playing in the background. And that's because the way that we play Dungeons Dragons. Oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So to set the mood, do you guys play like never mind. Go ahead. Wait. Go yes, ahead. of course you yes, you play with background music, okay? <laughs> like, okay, if you're in a tavern, you put in like tavern background music. If you're like going through the woods, you put in like fantasy type Lord of the Rings background. What? What? What is so wrong with that? All right. Um, <clears throat> where, where does one acquire this playlist of YouTube? Music? YouTube. You just type it whatever you want, and it's there. So you look up tavern music, yep. and <laughs> yeah. And, and like at Mike's, Mike and Jasmine's house, they have they have dimmers, so they can they can actually like turn down. I, I I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. Like, like I respect, I respect the dedication. I respect, I respect the dedication. That is awesome. Thank you. Like one of my favorite parts was when it was like you're supposed to be camping out in the woods, <laughs> and then so. Mike put on like cricket sounds, <laughs> <laughs> like dim the lights down. <laughs> it was awesome. It's so it's like the full effect. Okay. We're gonna, we should just add some sound effects to this podcast. I'm sure, and it'll mm -hmm. end up just being a bunch of crickets whenever I'm talking. So, um, so there was like creepy music playing in the background, and it's because like what we were doing was we were trying to like hunt down this witch and like it was supposed to be creepy and mysterious we had creepy music playing in the background but the thing is mike was like in the middle of proposing to jasmine but the music was playing so i was like <laughs> the music stop stop um and he eventually got it and turned it off and it was you know once ja and then oh and then mike opened so it's dark in our living room and mike opens the ring box and it like illuminates which is really cool because it's like really dark in our room. And then all you can see is this ring. And then she's like, she immediately says yes. And it's beautiful. And there's like crying. And then both of them are like, this is really nerdy. <laughs> oh my God. But she was. But you know what? That's, it's who, you know, that's, that matches all right. you. Two, two questions. Okay. Why did you and Matt drop the ball? And not change change of music to differences by genuine while that was happening. Because I was in charge of the FaceTime. Okay. Which leads <laughs> yeah, me music is coming from Matt's phone. Which leads me to the second question, right? <laughs> Did anyone record all of this? No, because it was really dark in our living room okay it was dark it was dark in the living room and it would have been kind of awkward if matt was shining his flash nah, directly like, on mike and jasmine as audio the, the audio recording sounds like it's gold like i'm talking about like the audio recording true the only thing we got where it was like alvin was like taking screenshots of his phone as he we were <laughs> just like constantly. my guy is in the mountains like 
Yeah, he had good reception. That's funny. That's funny. That's hilarious. But yeah, sh- shout out to them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know you guys. I know you guys as the people that always have food. Like whenever Cat does something like America Horror Story or Hurricane yep. party and shit. So yeah, I mean, congratulations to you two. And Tell us the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Like I hope nothing but the best. Like that's awesome. Yeah, it was a great, great idea. And you know it. Proposals should be like that. It should like match who you are as like a couple, and it was such a good idea. Yeah, and I'm just I'm just so so happy that I got to be a part of it. Um, afterwards, I played like um, the childish Gambino, the Beach House songs because it's like cute. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't know why differences one? wasn't played at any point. Oh, this because you weren't the one getting proposed to, Wilson. No. So if anyone's listening out there, if you ever want to propose to Wilson, make sure that you no. have differences by genuine no, no. on the queue. It's 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 a, a general good right after you get proposed to song. I mean, that's not not true. So I know it's not. <laughs> listen, um, listen. One day we'll have a segment on proposals. Okay. But just not today because I'm not prepared for that. I don't, I don't want to relive. <laughs> my- oh. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Anyways, back to my week. So <laughs> before all that happened, though, my dad uh, left to go back to the Philippines. Um, and I got to see both my mom and my dad at the airport before his he left to go on his flight and he told me that they both told me that i had like food waiting for me in their car and i just felt like i just have to say like that is the most like filipino thing ever do your do your parents make sure that you constantly have food hell no really yeah i've been so so independent from them since i was like i don't even know it's been a while okay but when you see them though oh yeah 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 see them they make sure that I'm fed. Mm-hmm. But I just I thought that was really cute and wanted to tell everyone about that. So since so even though he had a flight to catch, he still cooked me food. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> um and then but after all that proposal stuff, um the next day oh wait actually I have to detail you guys what we did afterwards. We had a fire a fire pit in our backyard roasting marshmallows and drinking champagne. And I was like graham crackers and chocolates and make s'mores. No, but we had champagne. Okay. Okay. That makes up for it. A little bit. Okay, thanks. <laughs> then the next day we watched a quiet place. Which was amazing. It was amazing. It was good. It was good. The last time I felt like this about a movie, just completely blown away, just completely tense, really tense the whole time, and then totally blown away at the end, um, was Get Out. Really? I guess horror movie, or thriller. I'll say thriller. See, I I didn't think of it as like a horror movie, to be No, honest. not really. It's more sci-fi thriller. I, I took it as like, all right, so, uh, suspense. I it was it was very suspenseful. 
You know what I mean? By the way, we're gonna make sure not to spoil the movie because it's still yeah. pretty. It's still pretty new. Um, it's the one that John Krasinski wrote and directed. He's from The Office. He wrote and directed this movie, and it has like barely any talking in it. Yeah, for sure. Like it's to me, it was just really artsy, mm-hmm. super artsy. The way that like it was filmed, like um, it follows was another one, super artsy. Um, one of my favorite movies. But um, yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, the whole movie is well, most of it, basically ninety eight percent of the movie is um just done in um, I almost said spoken word. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Can you imagine a movie in spoken word and there's just like drums? That would have definitely not fit the vibe of the movie. No, not at all. <laughs> the whole movie was in like ASL sign language, uh, sign language, and um, it was so good. Um, if even if you're not a horror fan, you should watch it because it's like we said, it's not really like scary, scary. Like I think Get Out was scarier in a creepy way than than um, this movie, A Quiet Place. Yeah, I, I didn't find either one scary. You know what I mean? I think that they both, based off of the situations in the movie, were scary in their own way, but like, mm-hmm. I guess I, I outgrown that kind of horror. You know what I mean? I mean, you also are a big, huge horror fan. I am, I am. I am not. <laughs> it, I, regardless, as a film, it was a, an amazing film. Yes. I want to say, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was like people are saying like a 10 out of 10. I don't think it was a 10 out of 10. But really? It, it How was, would you rate it? How many it Wilsons? Was, I'll give it an eight, eight Wilsons. Okay. Which is fair. I think it was, it was a good movie. It just wasn't, it wasn't great. You know what I mean? I have um, one, I can't even like share my complaint because it will spoil it. Yeah. But I only have one complaint though. Probably the so same I will as give it, I will give it a nine cats out of 10. Gotcha. I mean, it was maybe more like 9.5 though, actually. 9.5. Wow. (laughs) It was so good. Um, so if you, if you want to feel really tense for 90 minutes, I recommend this movie. Work. Go watch it. Work out, you know, your glutes. Yeah. What? (laughs) Cause you know, when you're tense, you just like, you're like holding it. You're holding your butt cheeks. Clenching your clenching your butthole the whole time. Okay, well, um, I I guess I guess maybe I'm just never tense. <laughs> I mean, we don't really have to go down this path that that much longer. Um, just thought that there'd be a little a little tidbit at the end. That's fine. Anyways, um, something else that happened this weekend, and which is probably um, the most fun that Wilson had this weekend? Is that fair to say? For sure. Is Coachella happened and we enjoyed it from our own Coachellas. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It would have been, you know, obviously more fun if I was there, but then again, I don't like being around that many people if I'm not getting paid, so. <laughs> Dang, that's a clue. Well, it's, it's, it's facts. Like, yo, I, I realized that, like, I, after watching the stream, right, as much as I watched it, that I would never pay to go there. I would never, ever pay to go there. I would never pay to go there because I don't have the money to pay to go there. So, ha, gotcha. Even, even if I did, <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. 
like just the idea of it costing as much as it does and being around that many sweaty smelly people and like nah so good how much does it cost it's like a, is it like a thousand dollars for one ticket some crazy shit like general that. admission with all the fees and shit yeah some something like that i would like to go to see the art installations because you could probably see a lot of i mean minus beyonce which we, we will get to in a second but um minus all the other artists you can probably see those artists at other festivals and stuff so i mean the one thing would probably be just the art installations that i get fomo over oh gotcha gotcha um my boss at usf actually tried to get me to go to try to allow get me to be allowed to go to coachella with through usf oh wow okay yeah. um when i was that, that would have been fire right i was working for um the the market the main marketing office for the whole usf university of south florida um in case you didn't know what usf was just in case you know um but our creative director was like you want to go to coachella i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> And he's like, you know, he's trying to like convince his boss, who's like the main guy, that like, you know, Coachella is like an arts festival, and I think it's gonna be really good for Cat, you know. <laughs> um, but he was not, he was not buying it. So I'm glad that Mike tried. So thanks. I Mike. mean, he tried. He tried. That's that's important. Yeah, but um, no. Now I'm still continue to enjoy it from my house. For my phone. <laughs> so I I know that I watched quite a bit more than you. So how much of it did you watch? I watched the Yodeling Kid immediately when I found out. <laughs> like I uh, saw it right after it got posted. Um, what's his name? Mason Ramsey. Yeah. Which is already like wow, that is a famous country person's name. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like I see a lot of people hating on that kid, and like yo, like it's not his fault. It, it, like like all the attention that he's getting, right? All the attention that he's getting, it's literally not his fault. No, who's hating on him? Uh, there's a, quite a bit of people hating on him. It's it's pretty For crazy. What? Because what are they saying about him? That oh, like there's so many. Like I saw somebody say like that artists that are the people that are kids. They said kids that are more talented than him have to work twice as hard to perform at a local stage, but he's at Coachella, you know, shit like that. I mean, it's because he's reached meme status because, uh, okay. I'm, I, just, I, I, just enjoy the little kid, just enjoy his talent and go, okay? Right, right. He brings so much joy to people. As long as, like, I thought you were gonna say it, like, we found out his family was racist because I totally expected that to happen within like five I, days. I, honestly, honestly, I'm gonna keep it funky. I, th I still think that's gonna come out soon. His grandfather, think, his grandfather definitely looks a little... I think they learned <laughs> from that kid who was, like, crying on the video that he got, like, bullied yeah, or something. Yeah. I think they learned from that family to, like, erase, wipe any traces of, like, any evidence that you might be racist and take it out so you can, like, milk as much as you can out of your, <laughs> your meme kid. Yeah. Which is really sad, but... It's, kind not, of but it's not his fault, man. Shout out to him. Did you see that... that, that um, Walmart paid for him to have this huge concert outside of the the original Walmart where he did the he song. No, they, I didn't know that. Yeah, they like closed the parking lot. They got like big big sponsors. They had like um all the shit. Walmart. 
I feel like Walmart could just be the one. No, Walmart hosted, so they didn't sponsor it. But like, um, they they had like all these brands sponsor it, and it was like, they, it was like six thousand people just showed up in the parking lot just to see him do his thing. Wow! Did in, he just in, 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 in his little last town? You know what I mean? That's basically everybody in the town. Yeah. Wow. Um. So who he? Um. Do you think? Well, he might stop by any other. Festivals? I don't know what you're insinuating, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm. I'm. I, I wouldn't agree to that. <laughs> really? I wouldn't agree to that. No. Uh, well, it's also like a month from now, and TBH, the meme will probably be dead by then. Sorry, yeah. Mason. Mm-hmm. I hope that. I hope that he's able to take this time and like all the money that he's getting out of the expo and all the exposure and like be able to work on himself as an artist as opposed to like totally burning out from that from that one experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hopefully he doesn't Macaulay Culkin himself. Macaulay Culkin's cool now. Now, but he went through some rough times. True. So, I I, I believe in you, Mace Ramsey. Also, hoping the family doesn't turn out to be racist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was out there, and he did such a good job. He was like, like if I was in front of all those people, I would probably um, poop myself. So, but he did great. He was so confident, and he like did his thing. Wow, you're an amateur. You would poop yourself if you were in front of all those people. Yeah. You think? Do you think you'd be able to perform? In front of Coachella after going from like Walmart um, aisle number eight to Coachella. I have no shame. <laughs> I mean, I don't have shame either, but I still feel awkward. I would that. perform the thong song on stage. Really? Yes. I have no shame. All right. <laughs> I'm going to remember shame. that. Um, Come on. Uh, no shame. Uh, so. Besides you, Lincoln, we can't spend our whole Coachella talk on Mason Ramsey. Um, but is there anyone you want to talk about before we talk so about that, Beyonce? That only, is that all you saw was Beyonce? I also watch Arl Grimes live stream. But okay, look, the thing is, if I watch, I like the idea of live streams, but I also don't like the idea of me getting intense FOMO from watching it from so far away. But I do actually like the idea of like not having to pay and just watching it. Yo, like real shit, I would never get FOMO from there. Ever. Ever. Okay, well that's nice. <laughs> Look, do you do you get FOMO watching that? For real? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I don't know, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, I guess that's something we could disagree on. But yeah, I I watched I watched quite a bit. I could go down a whole list. Are you ready for this? All right, go down the list. And after I tell you who I watch, I'll tell you highlights of them. You know what I mean? Okay. But I'm gonna go down the list first. Yeah. Okay. All right. I watch Super Duper Kyle. I watch uh, Kali Yukis. I watch Daniel Caesar, mm. Vince Staples, mm-hmm. SZA, The mm. Weeknd. Mm. Um, Flapper Zombies, mm-hmm. Brockhampton, mm. Chromio, mm. uh, Tyler the Creator, mm. uh, a little bit of Black Bear, 
Um, yeah. Post Malone, mm. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Hold on. Going out of this list. I watched uh, a little bit of Dej Loaf. Mm. Russ. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched a little bit of French Montana. Okay. Um, Cardi B. Mm. Miguel. Mm. A little bit of Black. A little bit of Odessa. Migos. Oh, I don't know how you like Odessa. I don't. And, oh. <laughs> and Georgia Smith, of course. Of course. And that's it. Quite a bit. You're basically there. If you, if you put into consideration that they average between like 45 to an hour and a half, I watched like 20 hours. <laughs> I watched like 20 hours. Before. Were you doing anything while watching? Absolutely, of course. Okay. I'm, yeah, if I had to. I tried doing things, like other things, while watching Beyonce's set, and I couldn't. But that might not be the case with the other people, though. There were so many things happening during Beyonce's. All right, so let me go down this list. I'm going to do it day by day, right? Okay. All right, so Super Duper Kyle, um, I said was cool. I uh, turned it off when he brought out Chance the Rapper. <laughs> I really don't like that guy. Um, no comment. Um, Kali Yukis had a really good set. Like, you already know. You're, you know what the fuck going on. Did she and Georgia Smith perform together? They did not. She, I found out that it was because like her flight was late or whatever. Aww. Um, but also, I also found out because I found like something was weird with like the audio for uh, some of her some of her songs, and it's because like she was missing some of her band. Like I saw that she tweeted out that like some of her band members were like they got nervous and like kind of just like freaked out and didn't show up. What? <laughs> yeah. What? How crazy is that? Come on, Mason Ramsey could do it. You can do it too. Right, right. Um, Daniel Caesar, honestly, top three sets of the weekend. He had a really good set. Wow. Yeah, he had a really, really good set. Amazing. He brought out her. I don't know if you listen to her, but he. he... I don't, but her. <laughs> She's been on my list. Too. Yeah. Um, incredible set. Um, Ben Staples, uh, really good set. I'm not a huge fan of Ben Staples. He's but, okay. But um. I do I do fuck with the fact that he's a really good hustler. Like he hustles. It's crazy. And he brought out Kendrick and that was kinda cool. Wow. Um, uh SZA had a really good set. SZA had a really, really good set. She brought out Kendrick and she brought out Trippy Red, which is like the most interesting thing to me. Really? <laughs> she How did they Trippy even Red. know each other? How would they have even met? Right, right. That was pretty weird. Um and of course, the weekend, man. I don't even know. I'm, listen, if you so, haven't seen it yet, it's okay. You might get insulted by this question, but it's an honest question, okay? I'm, Did, I probably won't get insulted. Doesn't he kind of like suck at singing live, though? Or has he gotten better? He's gotten exponentially better. I used okay. to think not just his not just his singing. I used to think his band sucked, and I used to think that like his movements on stage sucked. Like he's got exponentially better than what he used to be. Okay, then maybe I'll check it out then. And like, I mean, come on, my guy cried on stage. Like, he cried. He cried on stage. Like, yeah. It's a oh, real thing. do you think Selena was like in the audience? Probably. I mean, she got maybe. nothing to do. 
Chilling on Justin Bieber was there. Justin yeah. Bieber was there at Coachella. So Selena was probably with him. Honestly, like, what else is she doing with her life right now? She got nothing else better. She has lupus. She does. Yeah. Oh, that whole—that's where that whole kidney thing came from. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Um. Yeah. On Saturday, Flatbush Zombies—they had a pretty okay set. I mean, they—I—I I was more like in tune with like their, like visual production they had a really cool thing going on with like each each song had like its own uh, video thing which is kind of fire um brockhampton all right let me let me tell you um do you have you heard brockhampton before yes kind of but i've just been like i keep seeing them on my like timeline and stuff and then now i'm like more intrigued by them and all right so, but so I'm like I'm gonna dive in, you know, but so, I haven't dived in yet. So, um, imagine, imagine uh, what Odd Future would sound mm-hmm. like, right? If they were to come out now. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good way to describe them. And and um, there's so many members. It's so many members of them. It's crazy. They have like ten people on their team. I wish all, I had a, all of them had a crew. Yeah, and what the what? <laughs> I want like a crew. I want of a what? team. <laughs> I don't know. You have. I mean, I mostly just want like a name for my. <laughs> gotcha. You gotcha. know what I mean? Like that's so cool. Um, and they had a track as like their DJ, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Chromio. Um, so I've I've heard of Chromio. I've never seen who Chromio is. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because, like, all right, so you know who Chromio is, right? Yes. Have you actually seen Chromio? No. <laughs> Should right. I Google image? So, Go to Google yeah, image. Yeah, real quick, just like real quick. And okay. they actually, you could like delete this airtime of, because I'm Googling it too. Well, I don't know how slow your computer is, but I already have it on my phone. So. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it on my phone too. All right, so you see how it's like two dudes, right? Yeah. Okay, so when when I've never I've never seen them him perform or them perform, but yeah. I thought it was one I thought it was one guy, right? Okay. So I thought it was the 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 younger looking dude, right? Uh-huh. I thought I thought that he was Chromio. So he, you know, came on stage on this really cool fucking stage setup. It was so awesome the way it was set up, right? And he like looked like a rock star on there. And then the other dude, right? He was like just there, and I thought that he was just like the band. I thought that, I thought that yeah, well, because he was like by instruments and shit, so I thought that he was just like the one man band. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that that like he was part of that he was part of Chromio. I thought Chromio was one person. So then, like, I saw that he started like making the music with him, and I was like, holy shit, that guy could go too. And, you know, <laughs> it, it was it was actually a pretty good set. I'm not gonna front. It was a pretty tight set. Very um, innovative set. Cool. Um, yeah, I recommend look, seeing them live if you ever get a chance to. Um, Tyler, the creator, you know, Tyler is is Tyler. I'm not going to front. His set was kind of boring to me. That's, I saw someone say um, that it was really quiet. It was. Quiet place, 2018, Tyler Creator's set. It was pretty pretty boring i'm not gonna front he performed all new stuff with a couple of old tracks right by new do you like, mean flower boy or newer than that no nah, flower boy oh I, and, really those like people weren't like get, getting into it 
it, it's it's I felt like he was trying he was trying to be different from his normal normal sets. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um all right, so Blackbeard, I didn't catch enough of it to have an opinion on him. I saw like a little bit. Is Blackbeard the guy that does like the do re mi fa so yeah. over you girl? Yeah, dude. I hate that song. <laughs> All right. Um post post alone <laughs> showed up on stage so drunk. So drunk. That was that's what he was like um at uh Okeechobee when Actually, that was Mac Miller. I'm confusing my white rapper. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so he was probably drunk too at Okeechobee. Um, yeah, his set. Yeah, I, I already told you how I feel about Post. He's a good performer. Um, mm-hmm. He brought out Twenty One Savage. They did their thing. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was cool. cool. Um, I'll skip over Beyonce because we could both talk about Beyonce. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you the rest of it, and then we'll come back to Beyonce. Um, I watched a, a little bit of Extra Pan. Have you heard of Extra Pan before? No, extra Pam. X X Japan. Oh, <laughs> this is like super legendary Japanese metal band. Whoa! And like I watched a little bit, like they're, they're like after Beyonce, like they, they they were finishing their set, and yo, I'm not gonna yo. All right, so I, you know, like how everybody was at Beyonce stage, right? Yeah. Their stage was still popping too, though. They had all Asians there. <laughs> it was so crazy. There was another set happening during Beyonce set. Yeah, that's what fucked they, up. Well, what they do, <laughs> what they do is they do that so that it's not it's not dangerously crowding one stage. You know what I'm saying? So they put this like legendary other genre, other like country of music, right? Yeah. And but like yeah, no, they're legendary. I don't I don't understand it. Yeah, obviously, I don't understand it, but they're super legendary for sure. <laughs> um, all right, so Dej Loaf, very boring set. Oh, see, boring set. I had like I was rooting for her like a couple years ago. I was like, I don't even know, you know why they booked her to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but um, <laughs> Russ, I mean, if you're into Russ, I'm pretty sure you would have liked it. He had a lot of fans there. Holy shit, he had a lot of fans there. But um, I didn't know he was that pop. I mean, I know he's popping, but yo, like he had a lot of fans. Is it? Isn't he on the lineup for Rolling Loud? He is. He is. <laughs> okay. Dude, he, I didn't know he was that big. Like that, that big. Like I'm talking about. He had a bigger pop. He had a bigger pop with the crowd than like a lot of the other people that I've already named. You know what I mean? Like he, he had quite a bit of a reaction. Um, French Montana. See, the thing about French Montana is um. If you ever notice that French Montana has a lot of good songs because of other people that are on the songs, the features, mm-hmm. yeah, like like, like, like all his more or majority. Uh, that's like being French Montana. Yeah. Uh. That, was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. A majority of his hits are from other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I changed it. I changed it to um, Cardi B before I got to see it, but he apparently he brought out Little Pump and ASAP Rocky, so that's kind of wow. cool. Yeah. Now Cardi B said, "Let me tell you, she killed that shit. Really? She killed that shit. Holy shit! She brought out all right. Where, where go? She brought out G Easy for the song they have together, right? Mm-hmm. She brought out Twenty One Savage for the song they have together. She brought out YG. Um, who else did she bring out? Uh, Kamaya, uh, not Kamaya, Kehlani." Mm-hmm. Okay, Shabal Kehlani, 
and like she got on her she got on the, like hands on the floor twerking like her pregnant ass she's like she's like pretty <laughs> pregnant now, like, that's like, he has more of a baby hump, not a baby bump. Yeah, no, she got like down. She got down. <laughs> Putting the hump and baby hump. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, and, man. and she she had like this like structure around her mm-hmm. where like strippers just dancing around on a structure. Dang, mom, it was pretty good. Pretty good set. Um, Miguel, incredible set. Like I'm, Miguel can perform. Oh he, yeah. He brought out Caliucas. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they had a song together. That yeah, must have that, been that like together. butter for your ears. That doesn't oh, make sense. Man. Oh man, you already know. Um, Black surprisingly had a very boring set. You just saw him. I know, and it was it was great then. He 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 had more of a chill, and it was just like, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was I was fighting with myself because George Smith was like towards the end of the night mm-hmm. and so was Migos, right? So I needed to fight my like fight the time, whatever. So Odessa was on and I was like, let me watch it. And yo, I'm not gonna front I do not rock with their music, but they had some crazy production. Holy I've shit. never seen them perform I only like they, they had like these drones in the sky like come together and like do like their symbol. It's like some weird shit. Like it was really crazy. It was really innovative. The, the music, the music sucks. I'm not gonna front, but like it was it was kind of cool. The music sucks. So. Wow, literally <laughs> um, just said that I listened to them, but okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just not my, not my cup of tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Migos. Uh, before I tell you about how their set was on the taping, right? Because all right, so what happened is with Migos, they they. They got on stage an hour before it showed up on YouTube, right? So okay. like they, they kind of just put like the recording of it, but then I saw people on Twitter were like, "Yo, like they're 30, 40 minutes late, and like they're having audio problems and all this and that." Coachella's team is so good at editing that you cannot tell there was an issue at all by the time, like the it came on YouTube, like it looked smooth as fuck. Oh wow! So they were like editing the video as it was as it was happening. Yeah, how crazy is that? But yeah, yeah no, it was it, it, like their set looked very <laughs> looked really cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they brought a lot, they brought a little baby. You probably don't know who little baby is, but they brought a no. little baby. <laughs> and then little baby is kind of a cute name though. Like oh, it's a little baby. Trash rapper, but um, uh, Georgia Smith, man, 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 man. Ah, all right. That's all I'm gonna say. If you if you haven't seen it, you should. Um, yeah, Beyonce. So Beyonce. (laughs) Um. So I want to. What I want to say about Beyonce is that she. Most people, when you watch live stream, you're just watching a camera like follow them around, like on stage, right? But instead, Beyonce actually used the live stream as like she made it her show, and she actually incorporated the camera and the live stream into her into her performance, which I thought was really cool and really smart of her. Right, right. So like, um, like it just it seemed like you're watching Beyonce's a Beyonce special on TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to just watching her perform. Kind of like from the from the sidelines, watching a recording of her at a at a festival. 
So a good thing to note is that like um also that Eminem in the weekend and <laughs> oh, Beyonce yeah. were, were all headliners, mm-hmm. right? But Eminem chose not to stream his. And I found out a reason is is because um he he wanted more money. And like I, I'm not gonna front like yo, like I didn't rock with Eminem's last album, right? Mm-hmm. But I heard that he brought fifty cent in the beginning of his set. He brought out Dr. Dre later on, and I really wanted to see that. So he's a dickhead for not streaming that. Damn. He he brought out 50 Cent and apparently they did patiently waiting and then 50 did in the club and I get money. And then Dr. Dre came out. He did a few of his own songs that he did the one song that he has with Eminem also. I, I feel like that was like an a loss for Eminem. Like that only hurt him. Well, Emin, that's how Emin, that's how Eminem's always been though. He's he's really he's really more about people that show up to the shows and people that don't. You know what I mean? Sort of thing. It's always been his shit, shit, yeah. But anyways, yeah, so um, I also, you know, I read that um, Beyonce's mom, like, kind of, like, was at first against Beyonce doing the set that she did because of the fact that Coachella is a very predominantly white Mm, festival mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that she wasn't going to get the reaction she probably hoped, like, live. Right, like uh-huh. she wants to get the, which is facts. Like, yeah, there was a lot of times that you could look at the crowd where everybody was just like staring. Yeah, you know and I, I mean? heard booing at one point. I didn't hear booing, but like I'm sure that there was. I'm sure that yeah. there was. That's, that's particularly. Crazy. I think it was like during the part where um it was her doing the step routine to um suck my balls. <laughs> she like repeats that. I thought that was fucking badass but i i don't know maybe i misheard it but it kind of sounded like the audience was booing during that part okay so um yeah beyonce she did her hits she as the g as she is she leaked out herself the set the set list so everybody knew what songs were coming where Mm -hmm. everybody knew when jay-z was coming out everybody Mm -hmm. knew when destiny's child was coming out um it was nothing was a surprise to anybody right but um Including Solange joining her to do the dance. That that was the only thing that was that was not scheduled because they didn't perform together, right? Right. They were like, just, they were dancing. Yeah, they were just dancing. But she but based off of the songs that she did, people knew when Jay Z and Destiny Child were coming out. Um, yeah. So um, I she she was the first black female headliner, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think the fact that Coachella's like sea owner or whatever actually like donates to really, really like um, conservative shit. Right, right. Um, the fact that she called them out, I, I, I respect that. <laughs> Cause like, I, I know on like one hand, I think we kind of talked about this before. It's kind of different cause she's not Beyonce, but um, what's her name? Krayshawn, she kind of like criticized Rolling Loud for not having enough female artists. But in this case, it's like Beyonce brings up a really good point and like no one's going to like say any shit to Beyonce, you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, the the other thing is like um, people got to keep in mind that this performance was supposed to happen last year. Mm-hmm. And and as as impactful as it was right now, I strongly believe that if this same performance happened a year ago, it would have meant a lot more. Like, think mm-hmm. about it. Like, fresh into Trump's, you know, True. getting elected and stuff like that. It, it would have it would have meant a lot more in the, at the time last year. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't really. For what sure. are you going to do when you have babies? <laughs> right, right, right. But that's pretty crazy, though, since Keep 1990. Keep your pants, Beyonce. 1999, that you don't have a single black female headliner. That's crazy. But, mm -hmm. you know, Beyonce did, she, like, made, like, there was no other set. I doubt there's any set that could ever live up to that or has so, lived up to that in Coachella's history. So the, um, I was, I was, read, I read something online that they there's like an asterisk on that thing of like her being the the first female black headliner, mm -hmm. right? Because um that's meant as billing, right? Billing, not not headliner as in the last to perform, right? Like okay. it's based off of billing because um Lauren Hill actually in the first um Coachella, um or it might have been the second one. It was the first or the second. She close out a stage but she wasn't billed as the headliner Does that hmm, make sense? why like like for example while beyonce was performing x japan was performing x japan actually finished later than she did you see what i'm saying but but they weren't headliners right she was a headliner you, you understand what i'm saying yeah so yeah lauren yeah lauren hill closed out a stage but she wasn't a headliner because she wasn't billed higher than whoever it was that was billed higher i think actually that was the year that that eminem headlined or something like that but mm -hmm. but i mean that i i think it's interesting that like lauren hill wouldn't have been seen as a headliner during that time so that yeah know, but yeah. again again also even even looking at it on this perspective like urban music back then was not shit, and she kind of made at the time like it was like r b but it was still urban as well you know what i mean mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and they weren't doing numbers that they are now you know like I strongly believe, like to be honest, keep I'm gonna keep it real with you. I criticize. We'll, we'll get we'll get into this a little deeper, like after this Coachella discussion. I criticized a couple episodes ago Rihanna for not putting out music, right? Mm -hmm. And and I really do feel like if she stayed consistent after Anti, she would have headlined already right now too. And I think she still could. I think she still could too. I wonder if there's. She would, man. May I would, yeah, have to get a ticket to Coachella. Just kidding. Give me money, please, <laughs> for that. Um, any other comments about Beyonce's performance? Um, I just really like how very. Sorry, I totally just asked you a question and wow. then like went for it. Can I say what I want to say though? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what I really liked about her performance, though, I have to say, is like how um, varied it was. There were so many different elements part of it you know you had and she spent she spent about half the show trash talking jay-z so. <laughs> and then brought him out so it's fine okay so um you have the re destiny's child reunion you have the step routine you have the marching band you have just so many different elements within one performance right 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 um and yo, honestly, like yo, I'm gonna keep it funky. Yo, Kelly looks so good. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yo. Yep. <laughs> I agree with you. God damn, she was good. But yeah, no. Um, it was it was a good performance. A really good performance. Really good performance. She she's definitely like I think honestly like I I don't even want to think about ranking it right. I don't like that's really difficult because they start getting into like personal biases right. 
but it's yeah, like, and it's, also, I've never watched any other performance, so right, right, right. <laughs> but like, it's to me not just not just like her performance, but for production and like the all outness that that I had. Mm-hmm. It's up there with like back in 2011 with Kanye, mm-hmm. and then the weekends from the other night. Like it's they're all three of them have incredible performances. And actually, Beyonce did what Kanye did and performed on like a crane. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Can I remember when Kanye did that too? Um, but it's just exciting when you see like um, artists that are live right now and like in like killing it now, and you're like realizing that they're becoming legends. Like you know, you okay. look back and you're like, damn. Like I wish I could have seen Michael Jackson like in his prime, or like I wish I could have seen this, um, like. I don't know, like Bob Dylan when he was like really famous in the '60s. Like you, you wish that you could see these legends when when they were alive, when they were like really popping, and like we're living in like like Beyonce. <laughs> we're seeing it. You low key, by the way. What? You just gave me my two minute tantrum. Just keep that in mind. Well, let's keep going. Okay. Well, do you want to do your two minute tantrum now? No, I know, no, no, not yet, not yet. Okay. So, anything else about Beyonce? No, no, I think that's that pretty much wraps her up. Okay. So, sports? Oh, before we get to sports, I guess I just wanted to get this Rihanna thing out of the way. Did you see that oh. she posted a teaser for her new project? No. What? No. Yeah. Yeah, see? Or people are speculating it's a new project, but I'm pretty sure it is. Look on her. She put it on Instagram, I think, and Twitter. Oh shit! Okay, I'll check that yeah. out afterwards. You know shout out, shout out to you, Rihanna, for listening to this podcast and um, hearing my criticism about you, and realizing that you got to step your game up and <laughs> um, and um, put out more content. Um, so yeah, um, you could thank me later. Just um, answer back my DMs. Mm-hmm, me too. <laughs> okay, now it's time for sports. takes on sports okay sports so um something amazing happened and i actually witnessed an exciting i had an exciting i didn't have an okay back up i witnessed something exciting happen at a baseball game (laughs) from home from home from home i have to clarify it was i was watching it on my tv and that exciting thing was a fight broke out during the yankees versus red sox game last wednesday i believe it was wednesday it was wednesday or thursday one of those two one of those two but it was fucking cool to watch so all right let me let me explain what happened so earlier in the game um fuck what's his name tyler austin tyler austin okay mm-hmm. he plays for the Yankees, he was sliding into. I think it was first. He's part of the of the undefeated Laos Sluggers, by the way. But keep going. Uh, okay, so <laughs> he sliding into. I think it was first base, but as he was sliding, he like lifted his leg up, which ended up kicking the first baseman or whoever, whatever base. Allegedly. It was. Allegedly. Whatever. I mean, you know, it could go either way, I think. It looked like it. a regular slide to me. I mean, I'm I just keep it really like it looked like a slide to me. Yeah, and it happened so fast. I don't know if like I think it could have been like a reflex, like putting your leg up. Anyway. He's, he's a rookie on top of that, so you know. 
So he hit the, he kicked the guy accidentally or not, whatever. And like that got the Red Sox. Oh no. So it was really, uh, there's a lot of drama around that because it would have been, okay, I'm going to get this wrong, but if he got out, it would have been like a double play or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Potentially. Potentially. So, um, because because the Red Sox guy was like he wasn't able to get the other Yankees player out because he got kicked by Tyler Austin. I think that's what happened. But the thing is, the referee, not the referee. <laughs> Wait, is that what they're called? Referee? Umpire. Umpire. <laughs> the umpire was like, um, he was um, like it might be it might be a referee. I don't know. Referee, whatever, the guy. The guy, the guy out he, there. He was like, no, um, we're going to count this as being, you know, valid or whatever. So it's fine. So Ty Austin got to continue to play. Um, that got the Red Sox pissed the fuck off. And um, so when it was Tyler Austin's turn to bat, uh the Joe Kelly, he was the pitcher for the Red Sox. And apparently, oh, he, he was getting so mad, he pitched the ball and hit Tyler Austin in like the shoulder, like directly aimed it for him. And then so Ty Austin would just like went up to him and like they just started fighting and like throwing punches and they were like on the ground rolling around and like all all the team members like crowded around and were like. I don't know if they were trying to stop it or if they were trying to fight each other, but it was so exciting to watch. I'm like, man, this never happens. You should have seen Matt. He was like, he was, <laughs> he had this stance towards the TV. And at one point he was kind of like squatting a little bit. <laughs> Cause he was just like, he had to be, he had to lean in as much as he could into the TV. Um, but I totally get it. Like, and I, when, after the they pulled the people off, Joe Kelly was like, his like t-shirt, his baseball shirt was like all unbuttoned. He was all disheveled and he was just like chewing gum like really vigorously. Um, but yeah, and then he actually went to a Bruins game like a few days later and they showed the clip of them getting into a fight and the whole like stadium was cheering for him. You know, uh, I'm going to wait till you finish before I say my piece. Are you done? Oh, I'm finished. You know, um, I, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's the entire city of Boston, right? I'm not gonna say it's the entire city of Boston. <laughs> okay. But but what I will say is the Red Sox organization, right? Uh huh. Is known. Okay. I, I'm about to name. I'm about to name. I'm I'm about, I'm about to I'm about to pull out some receipts. Okay. Is known for being a bunch of lousy, dirty. Rat face scoundrels. Okay. You have you have receipts for them being rat faced. And have been notoriously known for being, for lack of better terms, dirty. Oh okay? uh-huh. for lack of better terms, dirty. Um, you know, I'm not even gonna use that as an example because that was one hundred percent dirty and in, intentional. And intentional. Oh, yeah. It was one hundred percent intentional, like hitting Tyler Austin in the arm. Okay. Um, let's go back to 2004. Okay, oh, you know the, the year the year that the Red Sox broke the curse and I was one, huh? I was 13. You were 13. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Um, <laughs> 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 thanks. 
Um, the Yankees were playing the Red Sox, right, in the playoffs, okay? The Red Sox were an underdog, okay? Mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez had an incredible year, okay? An incredible year. If I'm not mistaken, he was MVP that season. Okay? I see Yankees. Yes. Okay. And, and, <laughs> oh, A-Rod, duh. Yeah, A-Rod, A-Rod. And he, he um, was hated by the Red Sox because – Okay, when he got traded from the Rangers, or it might have been the, whatever the Mariners or the Rangers, what the fuck, he got traded to the Yankees and not the Red Sox. And the Red Sox want they offered a lot of money and players to try to get a Rod, and they couldn't, right? So they had they were salty about it. So all year long, between Pedro Martinez or Jason Veritek or other players on the Red Sox, they talked a lot of shit about a Rod, right? So come time to the playoffs, what do they do? Bronson Arroyo, problematic ass pitcher, right? Problematic ass pitcher from the Red Sox. I mean, white boy with corn rolls. You know what oh, I mean? Like dead ass, yeah, dead ass problematic pitcher. Um, decides to get real brave and um, and uh, you know, hit a Rod with the pitch. A Rod, right? After I ended up hearing it late later down the road, he. For some reason, didn't go direct, didn't go at Bronson Arroyo. He went at Jason Veritek, the catcher, right? Because he, the catcher was the one that called hitting a rod. The catcher, the catcher made the signal to hit a rod. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Dirty, bunch of dirty rat faced scoundrels. Get the fuck out of here. Scoundrels. I love that you use the word scoundrel. How about the fact that Pedro Martinez decided to fight a 78 year old man? <laughs> I saw coach. that. I saw that he grabbed his head and like threw it down. Is that how we're talking about the right person? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He went. He went to go give Pedro Martinez a hug for having a good game the day before, and then Pedro Martinez just drags him on the floor. Oh, I thought he was like gonna. He was like yelling at him or something. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Red Sox are a bunch of dirty scoundrels, and I'm not surprised. You know what? Honestly, like it, it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't phase me. This is April. You know what I mean? This is April. None of this shit matters. Like at when we get to when we get to October, like we're gonna even forget about the fight that happened in April. Oh my god, I mean, this this season's gonna still be going on in October. Yeah, for sure. The playoffs will be in October. Wow. Well, I enjoyed it because not you know, you don't get very much, very much action when it comes to baseball. It's like, however, it's like I feel like that's kind of a surefire way. Surefire, sure. Wow, that's hard to say. Surefire way to kind of make yourself into a legend with baseball. Just start a fight. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, man. My guy's a rookie. He ain't do nothing. A bunch of haters. But let's move on. Okay. Now that you're fired up, do you want to do your two-minute tantrum? Um, sure. Two-minute tantrum! Okay. All right. I'm going to put the timer on. Um, three, two, one, go. Well, Kat actually brought it to my attention when she mentioned Michael Jackson, right? Oh, okay. And, and it made me think. It made me think, like, what really has been grinding my gears lately? And what really bothers me, right, is that I see so many people fighting and arguing about 
oh, is Beyonce is Beyonce better than Michael Jackson? Mm. And like, or 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 is she not better? Right. All right. So why why compare greats in general? I have this problem. I have this problem in basketball. Like, yo, like, stop comparing LeBron James to Michael Jordan. Like, it's, uh-huh. they're two different players. Why can't Mike? Why can't Michael Jordan be as good as Michael Jordan and LeBron James be as good as LeBron James? Like, why do why do you have to compare him to Michael Jordan when they're completely two different types of games and players? Like, yo, M- Michael Jackson, a legend, uncomparable to anybody in history, right? Why would you? try to take Beyonce's Coachella performance and try to put that up against anything that Michael has done. At the same time, Michael has never done what Beyonce did. It's it's a hundred percent facts. Like he's he's never he's never done something so extraordinary and at the same time expected. Like people knew that Beyonce was gonna kill it, but still people were surprised. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's that's not a Michael thing to do, and as incredible as incredible as Michael is, right? As incredible as Michael is, he he it's expected. It's expected from him, right? It's expected from him. You can't compare two legends. Why can't there be two? Why can't there be three? Why can't there be a hundred legends? You know what I mean? I I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure um, Beyonce, right? If you were to ask her if she's better than Michael Jackson. She'll probably laugh at you and say, "Yeah, right." Really? Also, sure. it's t- it's been two minutes. Oh, well, <laughs> but finish what you're gonna say. Wow, she's she's literally just hit the Grammy button on me, and like the music's playing, and like have to get <laughs> off stage. Oh, this is this is incredible. Um, but no, ser- in, in all seriousness, in, in in every aspect, stop trying to compare two greats and putting them up against each other. It's not it's not the wave. It's not the wave. I agree. Can't we just enjoy these things and these and enjoy these people? God. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start All right now. Um, this is something that I see a lot because I work in like marketing and stuff. But I'm sure people that do not work in marketing have noticed this too, and probably get annoyed by it too. And it's how so many commercials and so many ads use use revolution in their advertisements join the revolution be part of the revolution be part of something join the revolution blah 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 it's like all right first of all you are a frozen panini that i'm going to microwave (laughs) and i don't think i need to join a panini revolution i don't think it's that serious um literally it's like I see it everywhere. And every time I see someone say anything about like, um, be part, join the revolution, it's like the laziest writing ever. I mean, everyone tries to like make their whatever it is seem more dramatic. And the easiest way to do that is to just slap the word revolution on there. I mean, did I hear about revolution? Should I go, you know, are we starting like a militia somewhere? Take on the bourgeoisie? Let's do it. Come on. If it's if you're talking about like I don't, I don't know, signing up for some e-blast about like Forever 21 discounts, I don't think that's really we're on the same page there. Um, but yeah, really anything that it's really overplayed, we can do better than this, you know. Join the revolution. Stop using the word revolution. <laughs> it doesn't really mean what it actually means. 
because um, it's not, it also doesn't sound as cool when it's watered down like that. You know what I mean? And I have 10 seconds left, but that's pretty much all I have to say about that. <laughs> but I legit had a, uh, it was like a lean cuisine panini. And on the back, it talked about like, join the revolution of healthy eating. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I didn't say that. You said it. I'm joking. I'm joking. No. I'm joking. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thanks. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I I think we're doing the Jersey Shore segment next, right? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. You don't know what I've packed in for this Shore report, okay? It's a good, it's good amount of content right here. You actually, really want to get this drinking game out of the way? Yes. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Let's do it. Let's go for it. Okay. All right. First, we got to hit the highlights of the episode, episode three, technically. Um, so, just give a little recap in case you haven't seen it yet or you f- forgot. But um, Snooki finds her ring. Well, t- technically, Dina found it for her. Um, Mike talks about how he went sober, which is actually really, you know, I'm so happy for him. Um, Ronnie took a really terrible shit in the toilet and Snooki had to, <laughs> had to clean it up. Um, it was really smelly and apparently the brownie was awful. And then um, Vinny, apparently Snooki and Vinny have drifted apart and aren't as close as they once were because of their history when they hooked up a long time ago. And Vinny apparently wasn't even invited to Snooki's wedding. So there's still some kind of tension there because not every time. I feel time- you, bro. I feel you. Every yep. You know, every time Vinny like is like nearby Snooky, Snooky's like get away from me or like we need to like change seats or something. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like highlights of the episode. Um, also, good for Dina for being able to rock climb so fast. I didn't know she didn't. I didn't think she'd have it in that's, her. I mean, you skipped a very important thing that happened at the end. Mm, Vinny's what? Snooki starts spazzing out on everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's relating to... So, Vinny is, like... So, Vinny has, like... I, I understand why he's hurt. You know, he, like, was once good friends and, like, Snooki. After hooking up that one time, like, it's super weird now. And, like, Snooki's married, but she doesn't want to be... And Vinny has a girlfriend now, but Snooki doesn't want to be anywhere near him. And you think that they'd be able to just move on from it, I guess? Um... But J-Wall brought up, so Vinny has, like, is trying to reach out to her, but does it in a really weird way. They're, like, dr- out drinking, obviously. And, like, Vinny just, like, goes up to Snooki and starts, like, jokingly dry humping her <laughs> to the music, like, grinding on her. And so Snooki, like, freaks out. And then it just becomes this, like, just really awkward move after move. Vinny, like, is trying to reach out to her, but it's just kind of, like, coming off as being creepy. And then Snooki just, like, freaks out. She just starts yelling, like, you're gonna ruin my marriage! You're all ruining my marriage! And then, like, Wow tried to, like, talk to Snooki and, like, like help her through it, but then Snooki just started yelling at Wow saying, you're ruining my marriage and you're an idiot! And it was just... Yeah, and, like, Snooki was, was saying that, like, there needs to be boundaries, but she wouldn't explain what those boundaries are. Yeah, and like JWoww is being like such a good voice of reason. Like Vinny's asking, Vinny knows he needs boundaries, and he's asking for them. So just tell tell him what it should be. And then Snooki is just like, "You're making so much drama." (laughs) Um, and that 
everyone's ruining her marriage. Um, and I look, I get it. J.R. brought up a good point in that um, Snooki had cheated on Vinny. No, Snooki had cheated on her current husband, who was a boyfriend at the time, with Vinny. And so I kind of understand how like Snooki's husband would feel weird about Vinny being in such close quarters. But like, if you have this like understanding that like we're just friends. We're on a TV show together. Yeah, also it's a TV show. It's a TV show, so like everything that you do will be seen eventually. So you probably should be on your best behavior, anyways. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I feel bad for Vinny, man. It's, it's not. It's not his fault. Yeah, I think as I, I think he had a good. He should definitely try to like be friends with Snooki and like break that barrier, especially because if everyone else got to go to the wedding except for you. But um, don't if you're trying to reach out to like an old friend who you have like history with, don't start off by grinding on them. <laughs> I mean, that was always his sense of humor, though. Like, you know, awkward. Yeah, very awkward. Awkward. Um, can we go into the drinking game now? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I created a drinking game based off of Jersey Shore, and it could be actually there could be more things. But uh, this is for this current season because it's new. Um, so this is, you have to take a drink every time one of these things happens. One, Snooki says she wants to go home. Two, Ron brings up Sam. Three, <laughs> JWoww threatens someone. Four, Ron complains about drama. Five, Dina and Snooki refer to themselves as meatballs. Six, when the group takes a shot. Seven, need to come up with something for Mike. And eight, when Polly D and Vinny are in the confessional with each other. I was so sad that I couldn't come up with something for Mike, but like he's kind of like he's sober right now, and no, he's like, "That's that's what you, that's what you do. You take a shot every single time Mike mentions being sober." <laughs> Yeah, or if he eats like a hot wing instead of taking a shot with everyone else. Mm. Oh, yeah, right, right. I mean, you should come up with a graphic for this. <gasps> okay. Like we'll do a graphic explaining all the rules. You know what I mean? All right. So, um, this is this is one of the things I wanted to do for my birthday. Um, but I was like, I don't really know if if everyone wants to crowd around my my TV, which is not very big, to watch the Jersey Short. <laughs> but if you're I mean, if you're I'm, down, would, let me know. I would have been down. All right, we'll do it Rolling Loud weekend. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I got time to watch Jersey Short. Rolling Loud weekend. We're gonna do the first Jersey Short drinking game. Gotcha. You got it. Um, but yeah, that's my game, and I'm really proud of it. If you can think of other things to take drink to take shots of dur during, let me know, and I'll add it. Um. Yeah, before we get into our cringe moment, I wanted to tell you something that's cringy that doesn't require a video. What? Or an audio, right? Um, so did you see that Billboard released, you know, the, their nominees for their award show? And, you know, I had posted the one. Whose award show? Billboard's award show. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about how, like, a billboard was posted up. And oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah. and, and you know, you know how you says about um, XXX Tentacion being nominated for R and B artist. Yeah, that wasn't even the cringiest thing that I've seen. Oh, really? Yeah, 
So top hip hop female. Okay. okay. Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cardi B. Only three. It's only three girls, right? Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B. And who do you think the third one is without cheating or looking? Um is it remotely related to the genre of hip hop? Yes. Um is it Katy Perry? Bad baby. <gasps> no, are you fucking serious? <laughs> oh my god. That's maybe they're trying really, really hard to like appeal to the youngins, you know? See, at first reaction, you're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But but you take a step back and you realize that it's Billboard, right? And Billboard, they're they're they reference their awards based off of numbers, right? And right now, keeping it funky, she has a lot more numbers than all the hip hop female acts. So we just have us to blame. Yes. It just us it as looks, a people. It just, it just looks real crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They probably like brought in the results and they were analyzing it. They were like, are you serious right now? We have to like post these up yeah. now. <laughs> Thanks. And, and you know what? There's a whole lot of other ones that were cringy. It's just not as cringy as that. There was a, there was a quite a bit of cringy nominees. It's just like, yo, like I can't believe the little punks nominated like this many times. Lil Pump is nominated. Quite a bit of times. Mm. See, we're all, we're letting our these like guilty pleasures and like meme acts to go a little too far. What if Mason Ramsey is nominated next year? <laughs> nah, he's not gonna be relevant by next year. Um, we'll see. We I'm sure we could have said that about Bad Baby, aka Catch Me Outside Girl, but look at look at her now. Um, and you know, probably partially to blame because we're gonna do. We're going to put the spotlight on another person that really should not be in the spotlight for our cringe moment. Cringe moment of the week. So I, when I first heard about this little girl, I, it was a couple of weeks ago, right? <laughs> and I, I first, I thought, it, I, I thought it reminded me of this old vine, right? Of, of this, this girl, uh, like this little girl in a car, Listening to that Kia song, My Neck and My Back, wow. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of that, and I thought it was the same girl. You know what I mean? But I found out it wasn't. But, like, all right. Um, yeah, you tell them what it's about. Okay. So, the actual moment um, that – the actual video that brought this to our attention was there's Bad Baby, a.k.a. Danielle Brigoli or something like that, a.k.a. Cash Me Outside Girl. She gets into a fight with Whoa Vicky. I think yeah. that's her name. She caught her outside. <laughs> she caught her outside. <laughs> uh, literally. Um, Whoa Vicky is kind of the same genre of annoying uh, little white girl. And Not as annoying. <laughs> or more annoying. Really? More, more annoying. annoying. More annoying. And that she'll like, you just have to look her up on Instagram um, and then you'll see all our videos. But if you thought that it could get worse, if you didn't think it could get worse, wow. You're wrong because in addition to those two quarreling on the sidewalk, there was a, another even younger girl called Lil Tay, Lil Tay Cosgrove, who is a little Asian nine-year-old girl just yelling the word bitch out and how she's going to fight all these bitches, fight like <laughs> she's going to fight Catch Me Outside Girl. 
I, I heard something about you don't even got no money, ho. You don't even <laughs> got no money. And she kept saying, like, bitch, you wanna fight? Yeah. So um we can't I was thinking like we, that could be the cringe moment because it's very cringeworthy, but you really have to see the full like the, you have to watch the video in order to take in, soak in the full cringiness. So instead, I was like, you know, I hate that I'm doing this, but I'm going to look up a little tay on Instagram. And oh my god, there was a lot of cringe there. So um we're gonna play this snippet from something she just posted this week. Um, it's her with like I think Chief Keefe's in the video. Yeah, too. yeah. And apparently she's gonna she is Lil Tay is a rapper. Um, but here here's here's the clip. You're wearing Gucci from head to toe. Y'all can't afford this shit. This shit costs your whole. Oh, Where's Chief Sosa? I'm wearing new fresh Nike. Y'all be wearing cheap ass shit like hand me downs and shit like that, bitch. <laughs> Like, before you talk shit about me, why don't you go make some money, okay, bitch? I'm the youngest flexor of the century. I don't know what y'all be doing, bitch. It's so bad. So, um, yeah. So she has, like, she's a rapper. She's nine years old. And um, apparently she's a lot richer than all of us. We all have iPhone 5s. And what she, she call herself like a little finesser? Or the or the Oh, it's um hold on, I have it um pulled up. <laughs> hundreds on hundreds on hundreds, little Tavy Sutton. <laughs> That's what this one thing says. Um but I also need to play a couple of this other snippet of her talking. Okay, so um, yeah, she's nine years old, and she has multiple houses, and she will fight you, or will at least claim to fight you on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Um, shout out to her parents for allowing this. Um, I'm pretty sure that the bag that they're getting is kind of crazy. Whatever, you know. Like I, like I have a theory. Like maybe this is like. Instagram's probably paying these kids, honestly, to, like, just wild out and, like, clout them up real quick. Because, like, yo, like, honestly, how did this little girl become famous? Like, who found this girl? I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. This nine-year-old girl. Like, I'm wondering, it's kind of like a chicken and egg situation. Like, did she kind of take on this persona and then get discovered and is given this, like, platform? Or was she, like, just a regular, like, because I... I don't. I want to go on record, and I want to say I doubt that this nine-year-old actually acts and talks like this. Um, <laughs> I just have my suspicions, you know. Um, so was she already take on this persona, or did someone like approach her and was like, "Hey, we're gonna give you all this money, but you need to act like this"? <laughs> yeah, it's probably the latter. Probably. Um, um, yeah. No, shout out to her parents for getting that bag. <laughs> if I had a kid, I'd probably exploit them like this too. Oh. <laughs> What? I'm joking. I'm joking. Clearly joking. Okay. I had a window in front of your face, so I couldn't tell. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my parents wouldn't even, like, my mom wouldn't even have let me dye or bleach my hair at this age. And she not only bleached her hair, but 
is smoking Cheeto puff blunts and yelling at other little girls on the sidewalk. Yeah. And calling them bitches. And right. but now but now she's apparently getting like bullied too. For... Good. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah. So just another I didn't think that our cringe moment would be even younger, a more embarrassing child, but the world works in mysterious ways and it always surprises you. Right, right. Speaking of bleaching hair, I'm thinking about dyeing my hair. Really? Yeah, I just don't know what color. Okay, well, you're going to have to bleach it for sure. Um, You should do... You should do like a pink. Shut up. Why? I'm not doing pink. I'm not doing blonde. You should do leopard print like Tyler Creator. Yeah, I'm not doing that either. Um... You could also just bleach it too. Uh, no, I don't want to leave it like that. Could look like Ronnie. Do you just want to look like Ronnie <laughs> from what? the Jersey Shore? Do you understand how much I don't look like Ronnie? Well, <laughs> you can be one step closer if you bleach your hair. No. You could do like you could you could like add in some grays so you can get that salt and pepper wise wise man look. All right, listeners, what can you imagine me dyeing my hair as? I just, I don't know. I, I got a random impulse of doing it, at least just for this festival. So I need do to do it. it. Just uh, give me some ideas, guys. I love it. I'm so excited for you. Um, Yeah, we have a new playlist this week, right? So we had, uh, we posted our regular official legit bi-weekly jams playlist last friday and i think it's pretty good but we're gonna have another really ultra specific playlist coming up this week hopefully um it is one of the ones that yeah, we, we have some topics what? lined up right yeah yeah, yeah 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 and they were all they're pretty good so um yeah that's happening this week um and actually next week is no vacancy Yes, yes. Next week is no vacancy. Um, I like I said, I won't be able to make the show, but I will be there in spirit. And you guys should all come out. It's a good time, honestly. Like it's a great time. Um, it's only a ten dollar cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a crowbar and ebor. Will you have some officially legit stickers for people? A little bit. We have just a little, just a few left, so they're limited stock. Get come get them while you can. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, uh, also make sure that you, um, uh, follow our playlist also, um, mm-hmm. follow our playlist and, um, make sure you, you're rating our episodes. Um, I noticed on, uh, on iTunes that our episode, um, is doing pretty good on the rating. We, I forgot, honestly, I fucked up and I forgot like at the top of my head, but we're, we're right next to a couple of pretty popping, um, podcasts as far as like visibility. So that's pretty tight. Yeah, thank you for those who have rated us, and thank you in advance for those who are going to rate us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On SoundCloud, I know that you, I don't know if they have, like, a rate system, but, yeah, just, like, share it or re, um, reshare it or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you can also, if you would like to find me on the Internet, um, you can find me under on Twitter and Instagram under Catlim Design and on Facebook under Catlim. Yeah, and you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, like, um, fucking WeChat, like, 
the penguins, the penguins chat, like all that at WZ happening. Um, and please enjoy this music from uh, Bro Life, Tesla, and AC Slater. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Shit, I don't need no switches. Talk your shit, then suck like leeches. Think we do this every weekend. I'm just picking Georgia peaches. Think I love this Puerto Rican. She's so freaky with them cheekies. I call Kiki. Everything just changed so quickly. I was lost, I had no vision. Got new glasses, changed prescription. I've been lurking now. I saying you should wait. Put my foot on the gas like I missed the break. I'm just molding myself into something great. Let the life that I live take me out of state. Land of the free, home of the brave. Playing these people just like a game. Cops pulling up, they gon' let it bang. Label not guilty, then walk away. Facing the music, I orchestrate. Creating alone on that Slater rave When time running out, they gon' change the page Argentina wrote that Slater wave Brazil did it middle of the day Seems cool, but I feel the same Passport status on the way Seeking a foreign platonic flame For what they say Angels on my left and right You know Won't I'm fly like G6 Keep this, got me feeling like a kid again We kicking the dough, let the reefer in Ain't no baby sipping on the blunt, bruh Ain't no baby sipping on the blunt